This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Philly, when COVID shook up how we all live and work, Philly's big office towers emptied out. Some workers have now come back, but Center City is still hurting for people. Now, an 18-story building at 17th and Market Streets is going to be turned into apartments. I'm speaking with a reporter about this, the biggest office-to-apartment conversion in Philly since the pandemic, and whether it's a real solution to Philly's empty office problem. It's Thursday, October 5th. I'm Laura Benshoff, filling in for Trinae Nuree, and here's what Philly's talking about. Jake Bloomgart, commercial real estate reporter with the Philadelphia Inquirer. Tell me about the building on 17th and Market. What's there now? What does it look like? So the building that's there now is occupied by Morgan Lewis, which is one of the really big law firms in the city. They have like a parking garage on the first three levels above the street level. Um, there's a lot of retail on the ground floor. Um, but yeah, it's kind of in some ways a bit of a nondescript office building, you know, gray. It's not as tall as a lot of the kind of like iconic center city skyscrapers, but it is particularly notable because it only has this one tenant and all those lawyers are about to move to a much fancier new office building that was built during the pandemic specifically for their firm to essentially move down the block. Got it. Okay. So that explains why it's going to be empty. And you recently reported that, okay, it's emptying out. And now there is this deal to turn this building into nearly 300 apartments. What's the plan for that? What will it look like? Starting in 2020, when all the office buildings in Center City and the suburbs Mm -hmm. were all vacated during the beginning of the pandemic, there was a lot of discussion over what could potentially be done with all these spaces. And so for a long time, people have kind of said, well, perhaps we can turn more of these office buildings into residential apartment buildings. But, you know, that's often easier said than done. And so uh, we haven't in these last couple of years seen a big rush to do that. Now, that's partly because Philly already converted a lot of its historic office buildings into apartments before the pandemic, but it's also because it's just harder when there are a lot of tenants in a building. And the thing that makes this building unique, as I was saying, is it's just one tenant, a sole tenant that'll completely vacate it, meaning that the developer who bought the building, Altera Property Group, can have complete freedom to redo the interior to make it more amenable for residents instead of white collar office workers. And in this case, that's going to partially mean, you know, adding like more amenities like a pool on the roof. Um, Yeah. And like a new fancy restaurant on the back of the building. Okay, so what kind of other amenities are going to be there or, or who are they trying to attract to this building? You mentioned the pool, but what else is it going to look like? So I think in general, they're trying to not concentrate on 
uh, the smaller apartments that you often see, especially on the more neighborhoods kind of on the edge of where new construction is happening. Those apartments often tend to be cheaper and kind of targeted to a younger group of tenants. In this case, I think they're trying to target kind of young professionals who are perhaps a little bit older, have a little bit more money, or folks who, you know, want to rent in the city um, and like move in from the suburbs. So they're kind of trying to build larger units, not like huge, but one to two bedroom apartments predominantly, and not the kind of like smallest apartments that you often see in like the Kensington area and places like that. The other thing to note is that this is on Market Street, so it's not really in the residential core of downtown. It is really in the heart of the office district, and Mm -hmm. it is close to a lot of really great locations. I mean, you can can walk to a regional rail station without leaving the building, essentially. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, you can easily walk to Chinatown, to Rittenhouse. I think a lot of people are hoping in general that a lot of young people who are still going to work in Center City might live in buildings like this, and then they'll be able to commute really easily to work in the mornings. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Are there other similar deals in the works right now, other plans to convert an office building into into housing or apartments? This is the biggest plan that's moving forward as of now. The two other buildings that have had permits pulled uh, for conversion from office t- to residential are both pre-World War II buildings. So a smaller one uh, is on Chestnut Street. Uh, you might know it because the f- Old Navy is in the first floor. Yes, okay. Yeah, and above that are empty office suites. And there's also the public ledger building, which is in the kind of Independence Mall historic area. Half of that building is already being converted to apartments, and the other half was left as office space before the pandemic. And now the owners of that second half that were left as the office space are considering converting that to residential as well. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jake, I wanted to ask, okay, so here's a few examples of these plans to take space that's not currently being used as offices and convert it into housing. But how empty are the office buildings in Center City? How much of this empty space exists right now in our kind of central downtown core? So it's a little hard to answer that question precisely. There's okay. this data that everybody looks at called the Castle Systems, which is kind of uh, monitor swipes in and out of the building. 
but those metrics are pretty imperfect uh, because not all buildings use castle systems. Got it. So that's just one company that tracks one brand, I guess, of those sort of like right. key cards people use to tap in and out of their building. Right. And so that's, and they show that about half of office workers are back. Um, we. Yeah, but that's kind of, again, you should be a little skeptical of that number. The Another metric you can use is vacancy, which again is kind of imperfect, but the vacancy rate, it's the occupied office space. And um, as of the second quarter of this year in the city was below 20%. So it's extremely unusual to have vacancy of this magnitude. So that's a lot of people who are not back a lot of people who maybe are only in the city one or two days a week when they used to be in the city five days a week. And that means they aren't bringing their, you know, consumer dollars downtown. They're not writing SEPTA. There's a lot of kind of like uh, cascading effects of that. Yeah, for sure. I want to go into some of your previous reporting, too. I was hoping, you know, we're talking all about a problem and we're talking about a kind of solution. You know, the problem is there aren't enough office workers or there aren't the same number of office workers. There isn't the same level of occupancy that there was pre-pandemic. And there are these conversions happening, turning office space into residential space. But you've written about how this is actually a lot harder than it sounds, right? Yeah. The problem in general is a lot of the more modern buildings that were constructed after the advent of like cheap air conditioning and climate control had kind of a lot of dark interior space. Because if you think about it, kind of before AC was uh, adopted on like a mass level, the office buildings downtown, you had to have the workers near windows. But after AC became widely adopted, you could kind of have much like bigger interiors of these buildings pack a lot more people in and they didn't need to be near the windows because the windows often were sealed shut. But that doesn't work for residential. You need, by law, you need um, windows in bedrooms. So there's just a lot of like kind of dark interior space that is kind of hard to reuse. That's for safety, right? People need to have another exit. They need to have access to sunlight. Yeah. And another kind of problem is unlike the Morgan Lewis building, most office buildings have a lot of leases and they kind of have like variable dates that they start and end. And so as a result, you kind of have this thing where a lot of buildings just uh, the weakest performing buildings in Center City and the suburbs, too, are only half full. But that Mm -hmm. means they're not making the same amount of money as they used to. And in fact, their owners might be in real trouble. But then you still have half of your tenants there. And so you can't just like boot them all out. Right. You can't you can't like redevelop half of a building like a like a patchwork of a building like that. Right. Right. And so that just makes it very, very hard to convert a lot of buildings. You kind of need a clean slate to work from. And even the poorest performing office buildings in Center City and the suburbs often don't have that clean slate. They at least have some tenants left and will for another few years. Got it. So, Jake, you know, big picture, Center City still doesn't have the people it did before. This is one tool, maybe, but it's complicated for trying to bring more people back and bring back some of that life 
that we all associate with living in the city, you know, bringing back customers for businesses and and having more people ride SEPTA as a part of their day-to-day, you know, bringing back just more bodies so that the city is full and, and energetic. You know, is this part of what will help us get back there? I think it is part of what will help us get back there, but I don't, you know, I don't want to oversell it. Um, Center City is already much healthier than a lot of other downtowns are because we've converted so many of our office buildings pre-pandemic to residential uses. So there's already a lot more people in Center City than there are in like Phoenix or Baltimore's downtowns. Although People that live there, you're saying. Right, right. And some of those cities are moving in that direction, but Philly is like far ahead of a lot of them. Um, But it's also a little tricky. Like you still probably do need like offices and like workers in the mix who don't necessarily live downtown or maybe even don't necessarily live in the city. There's still just like a lot of unanswered questions, but it does seem unlikely that we're ever going to be getting back to the pre-pandemic levels of office occupancy. All right, Jake Bloomgart, commercial real estate reporter at the Philadelphia Inquirer. Thanks so much for coming on CityCast Philly. Yeah, thank you for having me. We'll have a link to Jake's story and previous reporting about office to apartment conversions in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the future of Center City, tell a friend who works there. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye. What should we do? What should we put in there? Ping pong clubs? Yeah, I, <laughs> I would know. like some more ping pong clubs. Uh <laughs>